To the daily star devotion once again with the Holy Spirit using the seventh pastor Mike Ezranda of Glorious Trinity Synagogue, GTS in Accra, Ghana, for 24th May 2022. In the daily star devotion titled Pillar and Ground of Truth. Pillar and Ground of Truth. And we shall be taking today's daily star devotional scripture from the book of First Timothy chapter 3, verses 14 to 15, KJV. And I'm reading. These things are right unto thee, hoping to come unto thee shortly. It is Apostle Paul writing the letter to his spiritual son, Timothy, going on. But if I tarry long, that thou mayest know how thou ought to behave thyself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and the ground of the truth, and without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentile, believe on in the world, receive up unto glory. But that's not our main focus. Our main focus is that the house of God, we have to know how to behave ourselves because it's the church of the living God, the pillar and the ground of truth. When I speak about the house of God, I'm not only speaking about the physical edifice, I'm also speaking about you, your flesh, your body. It's also the house of God. And he said, henceforth, don't you know ye that ye are the temple of God where the spirit of God abodes? Once you become a born again child of God, you are born again the spirit of christ stays in you lives in you as a guarantee to teach you to assist you and to show for that indeed you are a son of the kingdom you are a member it recognizes in you that light the light of christ is in you the seed of christ in you the the part of christ leading to the eternal glory leading to heaven abode leading to the father's presence it becomes part of you and it is seen and it is visible and it is also spiritual so how you take care of yourself is also important as much as how we take care of the church where bible said jesus said i will build my church and the gate of hell shall not prevail you are also a church and the physical building is also a church he is building you up he's feeding you by his word you are being led by his spirit he is with you he is in you and the gate of hate hate that is the gate of the enemy that's the manifestation of the enemy it shouldn't manifest provided you live right provided you follow jesus christ wholeheartedly provided you believe in his truth provided that you are built on by his pillar provided that you you have ground you have been grounded in the truth the truth is the word of god the truth is the spirit the truth is jesus the truth is the is, is, is God the Father manifested and this morning God is speaking to you that you that you are his church he's speaking to you that his church must be holy it must be righteous it must be blemished without any blemish and he's speaking to you that take care of his temple take care of his house make sure it is clean make sure it is righteous make sure it's not full of lies make sure it's not full of hypocrisy make sure the enemy does not abode make sure that it qualifies 
invites you into his kingdom. Make sure that it's a place full of beauty. It's a place full of glory. Make sure that it is a place where he can stay. Because many a times people claim that they are Christians and meanwhile their life shows otherwise. Meanwhile their deeds shows otherwise. Meanwhile their results shows otherwise. Meanwhile their speech shows otherwise. Meanwhile they believe in all manner of, of satanism. Going to the devil's place, speaking the words of the devil, thinking like the devil, thinking like children of darkness, behaving like children who belong to the camp of the enemy, touching what they shouldn't touch, eating what they shouldn't eat, picking up things which does not belong to them. But you see, the house of God, prayer to this scripture, is the pillar and ground of truth. And God has built it. And he said to Peter, upon thee the rock would I build my church. Upon thee the rock would I build my church. And I'll give you the keys. You see, the house of God is built upon Jesus. It's built by his word. It's built by his spirit. And there are keys in the kingdom. They are given to them who are part of the kingdom. Them who live rightly. Them who are partaker of the grace as bestowed in Jesus as when we come into Jesus. And it is important that our houses are built well. And, and it shouldn't be that we give room for the enemy to come and enjoy treasures. The treasures that God has given unto us. He comes to enjoy. He comes to useless them. And above all, make sure that we don't enter into glory. We don't make it to paradise. We don't go to heaven. So we must keep our house very clean. And Jesus said, the thief come. He comes to steal, to kill, and to steal. He comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I come that you may have life. Once you have come into the kingdom of God, once you are part of his house, once you are a house of his, he gives you life. And Bible says after Solomon built the temple and he offered over, over 20,000, 20, thousand cattle, sheep, and, and other animals. Bible said that my God appeared to him again, and he said, I've heard the prayer that you have prayed, and I'll accept this as my house, and my heart will be there, I'll be there, I'll hear the prayers, I'll root there. But he said, and the house shall be called a house of sacrifice. The house of God is not only the house of prayer, it's also a house of sacrifice. And as is the house of sacrifice, the blood of Jesus is enough. Jesus is the perfect sacrifice. And as Jesus, the perfect sacrifice, bought your life from the enemy, fulfill everything for you to become part of the kingdom, for you to partake of his grace, for you to partake of his spirit, for you to use his word. You see, every word of God is for Christ and everything about Christ is for you because you are born in his nature. In fact, he is the one in you. And you are therefore supposed to be built upon the pillar and ground of truth, which is the house of God, which is also a house of prayer. And when Jesus Went to sack the, the thieves, uh, the businessmen in the church, he sacked them from the temple while he was on earth. He said, uh, My house, it is written, my house shall be called a house, a house of prayer. But you look at what you are turning it into. You are prayerless. You don't speak to God. You don't have relationship with God. You don't come to his house. Yes, some of some sometimes you come as a gathering, and that is also a church, and God accepted. Sometimes you go there to worship, you go there to pray. 
but then individually you want to have a relationship with you you want to hear your voice you want you to speak to him you want you to say thank you you want you to sing to him they want you to be built of that pillar that pillar is jesus why jesus was on earth he was going physically to the synagogue preaching ministering healing touching prophesying teaching them about the kingdom but he spent time to pray alone because prayer is the language of the spirit is the language of the kingdom is the language of the angels is the heavenly language it's a language for showing for the power of god it's a language for manifestation it's a language of glory it's a language for miracles for testimony it's a language which shows that indeed we are partaker of his kingdom indeed we are born of his nature indeed we know him and we are part of that kingdom some only want to come for miracle service some don't want to worship god some they don't want to hear any praises some they don't want to they don't want to fast they don't want to live the christian life but you see the house of god is the christian life and christ is the head he's the head of the church so what he did and what he says is the perfect example that we follow is the perfect example that we live and this morning god is speaking to you that his house is the pillar of Truth is the ground of truth, is the pillar and ground of truth. And you must know that indeed he has set everything in motion. And as he has set everything in motion, he expects you to partake of it truly. He expects you to partake of it fully. He expects you to be a part of the house and he also expects you to manifest as a house once upon a time you were in a city you were with certain people you were in a location and a physical church was there and you went to worship with others in another time you are somewhere else there's no church so because of that you want to forget about your christianity have you forgotten that you yourself you are a church have you forgotten that as you have gone there you must witness onto onto the world you must speak to them about christ have you forgotten that you too you have the bible have you forgotten that the spirit of God is in you. Have you forgotten that you cannot share about the kingdom of God to them who are unsaved, to them who do not know him, to them who you must invite to come to the kingdom? Because some of the people, you are the only light that they will see. Some of the people, you are the only light that will come close to them. Some of the people, you are the ticket for them making it into the kingdom, the ticket of them coming to heaven. Some of them, if you don't speak to them, nobody will speak to them. Bible talks about once upon a time, the madman he was chained and as he was chained nobody could come to him they chained him and he breaks it off and he was considered a madman he lived in the cemetery he was cutting himself with a stone and bible says in a season jesus the pillar and ground of truth jesus the conqueror jesus the master bible says he appeared there and as he appeared there the man now surrendered and he came and he became normal again and he now came working for god and jesus is also calling you, you too, you can go places where others cannot go, you too, he has called you to be sent, you too, he has called you to manifest as his church, you too, he has called you to be partaker of the church, some too, they come to the physical church, and they don't care, they don't want to do anything, they don't want to partake in anything, but you see, like I said, the house of God is also a house of sacrifice, when it's your son, you do it for them, when it's your daughter, you do it for them, when it is about you getting money, you do it, when, when it is about you going to sin, you will do it, but when it comes 
hands of God. You say, why must I do it? The life that you have, the opportunities that you have, is it you who gave it to yourself? You are alive because God has allowed you to be alive. You are healthy because God has given you the health. You are joyous and you are full of celebration and you are full of all properties because God has given them unto you. How much more that you don't want to, you don't want to assist his kingdom. You don't want to work there. And when you come the order you know how to do is to change. When you come the order you know how to do is to talk about others. But this house is the house of God and you must pay your quota. You must put in your effort. You must do your work. You must support the house of God. That's why Jesus said, he said, we should sow. We should give to the poor. We should do things of love. And as we sow, we give to the poor. We will have treasures in heaven. As we give to his house, we have treasures in heaven. Some of you, you go to heaven and you'll be poor because you didn't sow anything. You go to heaven and your earthly treasures, it will not amount to anything. After all, when you die, someone else will come and spend it. If another person don't come and spend it, the institution where you left the money, they will keep it and be using it for business and it will never be it will never be claimed so it will forever be theirs but then once you sow in the kingdom you sow in the house of God no thief no devil can steal it but you have treasures in heaven and it will be credited unto you so apostle Paul was speaking to his spiritual son Timothy and he said you should know how he behaved himself in the house of God some of you you come to church because you want to fornicate you come to church because of another man's wife, another woman's husband. You come to church because you want a, you want to come in, you want to come for a man, you want to come for a woman. Yes, in a way, it's right if you are not married and you have there is a man there who is interested in you. It's right, but then when you are married, you have married and your marriage has been graced by God, blessed by God, and you do whatever soever that you do, it's not right. It's not acceptable. You see, Jesus was at the temple preaching. And as he was preaching, the demons recognized him. But the people couldn't recognize him. You see, God is the truth. He's the life. And his spirit must be in you and must be evidence. When you see light, you must know this is light. When you see darkness, you must know this is darkness. And you belong to that kingdom. So as you are in that kingdom, know how you behave well. Don't be like a Peter who formerly lied and said he doesn't know Jesus. The lie that he told, sometimes we practice the same thing when we do things which are otherwise, which are evidence of the works of the enemy, which belongs to the enemy. After all, Bible says the devil in the book of Revelation. Bible says the devil is the father of all lies. It talks about all liars being burned in the, in the lake of fire. And if the devil is indeed the father of all liars and they being been burned in the lake of fire and you staying not in the kingdom of God, but being outside, as Bible says in Revelation, when you lie, why must you lie? Why must you live otherwise? Look at someone like Judas. He knew Jesus all right by yesterday. He lost his bishopric according to the book of Acts. He lost his apostolic ministry according to the book of Acts. But then Jesus worked on him. He heard the message. He heard everything that Jesus was. He saw the power. He saw all the evidence. But yesterday, he decided to corrupt his nature. He decided not to change. He decided to go for the reward of iniquity. And you too, you are a church. And the church where you, you pastor, the church where you remember, the church where you are a leader, God does not expect such attitude, does not expect that nature. If you are doing it, today you are here 
enemy mean? He's asking you to change. He's asking you, he will forgive you in respect of what you have done, but make sure you don't go back to your vomit. You don't go back to make yourself dirty. And the word of God say, yes, sir, the pig and the dog, uh, the pig returns back to his, to, to make itself dirty and the dog returns back to end from it. You must not be like that. You are not a dog. You are not a pig. The dog and the pig, they are typology of the enemy, manifestations of the enemy. You are neither of them. You are born in the city of God. You are born in the light and that light keeps on shining. The light is bright eye and it keeps on brightening and you must be in that realm and level. And as you are in that realm and level, it shows that indeed you are a partaker of the pillar and ground of truth. You are a partaker of the church. You see, the church must be clean. The church must be beautiful. The church must be worked on. It must be weeded. It must, it, it must carry power. It must carry the presence of God. It must carry the nature of God. And if it's going to do that, it depends on what you and I, we do and how we live a life of sacrifice and how we give attention to the things of God also. Sometimes we give attention to our food, our clothes, our cars, our houses, our life, the way we speak, our background, our credentials, our CV and other things. But we forget about the church of God, the physical structure where we gather and the one that we are. We forget about them and they are all not right. And as you put the physical structure and it is beautiful, Christ is not coming to judge the beautiful churches is the people in the people who are in the church that he's coming to judge and he says judgment will begin in the house of god so if he's been in the house of god and you're a house of god and you don't know him you yourself you know where you are going i do not need to tell you but you yourself you know where you are going and this morning god is speaking to you that the parts of his pillar and ground of truth which is the church of the living god god has built his church and the gate of hate will not prevail they will not prevail when we decide to live in it we will not prevail when we live rightly they will not prevail when the spirit take over they will not prevail when the word of god walk the word of God is in our mouth, it's on, you know, on our tongue. We speak it and we leave it. They will not prevail. And God is calling you to also join his team. God is calling you for you to shine. God is calling you for the evidence of you being a born again, be seen. God is calling you for you to comport yourself and live well. So Apostle Paul warned Timothy, say, know how thou behaved thyself. And when you come and say, without contrast, is the greatest, the mystery of godliness. And God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentile, believed on in the world, and received up unto the glory. You see, God is God, and he exists. And he's calling out to you that as he exists and you are hearing his word about the church which you are, you are, and about, about the church when we gather, he's calling out to you that you need to be careful. He's calling out to you that he is unbiased. He's calling out to you that he's truthful, he's faithful. And the church is the pillar and ground of truth. So if you have falsehood in you, false as your pillar, and, and you are grounded in falsehood, you are grounded in, in darkness, you are grounded in lies. Clearly, you don't belong to the church. You belong to the enemy. You belong to the kingdom of the enemy. You belong to the works of the enemy. You are manifesting the works of the enemy, the nature of the enemy. And this morning, he's calling out to you, wherever that you are, that come to him in truth, wherever that you are, accept him 
If you have sinned, confess it to him. He's faithful and just to forgive him. If you have done things which are not right, he's calling out to you. It is time for you to put things rightly because he's coming quickly. And someone asked me, he says he said he's coming quickly. Wham! See, the word of God says a thousand days. It's like a day inside. It could be like just yesterday, one day. It could be like just two days. It could be like three days, four days that he just said it. But for the truth of the matter is that he is still coming. Either he comes or you go to meet him. And as you knew someone who is dead, someone who is no more, and you knew someone who changed and someone who didn't change, the ball is in your court to be partaker of the good stuff. The good stuff is Jesus. The good stuff is his word. The good stuff is you living in righteousness and living in holiness and being part of the, the pillar and ground of truth, which is the church of God. Thank you for listening to the Daily Star Devotion once again. Daily Star Devotion with Jesus, every day you are a star. You are a living star. You are a glorious star. You are a superstar. You are a heavenly star. You are a daily star. With Jesus Christ, only stardom on earth and heaven. So also be heavenly minded, focus and particular. So also be heavenly minded, focus and particular. So also be heavenly minded, focus and particular.